let's go. It is the Plank Show. I did want to apologize to you, Josh. I know last night during the program we had talked about potentially doing a Twitter Spaces last night, but I had a great meal last night. Um, I think it uh, – what's the what's the proper term? I don't think it sat well with me. That's, that, that's the weird thing. It's like, well, you're, this is the greatest thing I've ever eaten. And then as soon as you get home, like 30 minutes later, you're like, I could die tonight. So – and I don't think it was from the restaurant. I think it was from your boy maybe indulging a little bit too much. But, yeah, it's – um, that's perfect. That's perfect. Oh, are we going to get him you, – you, okay, yeah, that's fine. Just whenever. Easy peasy. Yeah. Gary came in to double-check some things in the schedule. So I apologize, Josh, because last night kind of got away from your boy a little bit, and I apologize. All but good. what we do know is, oh, you want to oh, you want to Is our delay that bad today, or is someone bugging you? Nobody's bugging me. No, yeah, oh, okay. all good. Okay. I figured cool. uh, maybe you had called it an early night, and I wasn't gonna <laughs> wasn't gonna bother sure you. Sure, didn't call didn't call it an early night. That's for sure. Um, we got OU basketball to recap from last night. We've got uh, Drake was in Oklahoma City last night. Have you seen the video of the guy sitting next to Drake the moment he realizes? Oh, um, you're famous. It's one of my, it's honestly one of my favorite things I think I've ever seen. The dude is, the dude is sitting next to him. They put Drake on the big screen, and here's this, uh, here's this guy who's kind of living the life, sitting in the front row, and you can see him looking. It's like you famous, <laughs> and uh, it was awesome. So we'll get to that, and yeah, we're still in the midst of a coaching search. So can can we run through? a laundry list of what we know as it pertains to the Oklahoma vacancy right now. Do you feel confident doing that? Cause I've got a, I've got a list of about seven bullet points of things. I confidently think we can say we know, and I'll throw a couple at you and you tell me whether or not you agree or disagree. How's that sound? Love it. Let's hear them. Okay. All right, here we go. Number one, as has typified any Joe Castiglione coaching search, this is very much secretive. And I think that has driven a lot of us to be so thirsty for information that we'll, we'll either A, believe about anything, or, or B, read into things. Kind of like, you know, what I dealt with the other night. And it's fine, but at the same vein, it's incredibly enraging, too. And it leads to this idea, Josh, that this has dragged for some reason. Thing number one, I I know, this hasn't dragged. This isn't a situation where people have said no or I'm not interested or anything of that nature, and they've started going down the list of candidates. I, again, now some might say, well, you don't really know that. I'm like, okay, that's fair. But I feel pretty confident in the fact that it is Thursday after a vacancy that's been open since Monday in saying, Josh, that, you know, a lot of people look at BV and say, well, if he's a choice, why hasn't he been chosen yet? Why hasn't he been announced yet? I don't know. Except to say, I always feel like you need to do your due diligence because you might feel like you have the guy, but you also want to dot an I and say, you know, let me, let me follow up on this or let me follow up on that. So number one, I, and I know that some people won't believe this because you and I have ended, I feel like each show the last two days saying, hey, you think we're going to have an announcement tomorrow? And we both feel yes. 
But even though there hasn't been an announcement, I don't feel like this is dragged. And I think that's really unfair Monday, Tuesday, basically three and a half days into a coaching search to even insinuate that. And I am very happy to see that that hasn't been something, at least on my timeline, that I've seen people freaking out about. If Oklahoma and President Harris and Athletic Director Joe Castiglione were as floored and blindsided by this as really it seems was the case, then no, I don't think four days, right. you would say, is a coaching search dragging. What's wrong? What's wrong? Why is it? I mean, it's been okay. four days. So Everybody wants an answer, right. and, and they want the next right. man now, but it has. it's not like this coaching search has gone on for even a week yet. No. No, no, no. Okay, so that's number one. Here's number two, and this involves Venables. He wants the job. I think that's one thing we know. And Teddy started his show off with this yesterday. And I know I've been getting tore up by Clemson fans in my mention. By mentions. But I don't think this is a situation where Brent Venables is torn by any stretch of the imagination, Josh, between wanting to stay as the Clemson defensive coordinator and wanting to be the head coach at Oklahoma. I think it's very clear at least in those whom uh, either he has or people close to him have kind of entrusted with relaying the message that Brent Venables wants this job. Is that a fair thing to say we know? Yes. If Teddy's going to lead yesterday talking in that direction, then yes, I feel confident saying Brent Venables absolutely wants this job. Okay. So, so far. As we welcome you into the Plank Show on a Thursday, the things that we know, number one, this hasn't dragged. Number two, Brent Venables wants the job. And by the way, Teddy, I don't know if you led with it yesterday. I just know that it was talked about, and I saw Sooner Gridiron tweet it. So that's number, number two. Here is number three. Some sort of awesome glow bug LED lights were delivered to Oklahoma yesterday to light up a party for the Sooner football program. In fact, it was, I mean, to kind of give you an idea how sleuthy OU fans have been in this whole process, it, it made the round so quickly that by the time the tweet was deleted, old boy decided just to go ahead and delete his whole account. He's like, all right, listen, sorry, I thought I was just, you know, kind of laying out this is exciting that we're a part of this and and maybe didn't understand the true secrecy of the moment. So, again, just by Brian's description, and he's he's an awesome dude, and I hate that people kind of piled on last night because there there wasn't anything malicious intended. It was to basically say we're proud to be a partner, and this is really cool to be a part of. And I kind of hate how that thing went as viral as it did because Brian's awesome. His company is amazing. So it just – I guess it's kind of what, Josh, a product of the thirst for information and getting out there. But one thing we do know is there was some sort of lighting that was delivered last night uh, or yesterday afternoon to OU, correct? Which is – not a massive surprise, right? That Oklahoma right. was planning for a big celebration, in, you know, when this day finally arrives. Right. Um, so that's three things. 
Let me give you the fourth, and you tell me, because this one, this is just me constantly kind of checking a football roster, specifically a coaching staff page, and still seeing someone there. Regardless of all the buzz around what happened on Tuesday night, Roy Manning's still on this staff. Now, as it stands right now at Soonersports.com, the, uh, let's see here, the two, four, six, nine coaches that are listed are Bob Stoops and then offensively, Cale Gundy, Bill Biedenboe, DeMarco Murray, and Joe John Finley. And defensively, Calvin Thibodeau, Brian Odom, Jamar Kane, and Roy Manning. Now, I should be clear. If we're running through a list of things we know, I don't, I mean, outside of maybe someone just hasn't upgraded the, updated the website yet, I don't know if I can say 100% confidence that, oh, yeah, he's not going anywhere and he's still here. But at the very least, he's still listed as being here, correct? Yes, there's been no change there. Okay. Um, I haven't listened to the Oklahoma breakdown yet, and I don't know if Gabe has echoed this or not, but the fifth thing that we know, and again, I'm just I'm trying to bring you facts and not speculation. And as you can tell, even in some of the facts that we've brought up, there's a certain sense of, eh, fact. Bill Beatonbow wants to stay at Oklahoma. Now, whether or not the new head coach that comes in has an offensive line coach or run game mindset where he's going to bring someone else is to be seen. And I know that Lincoln wants him to come with him to Southern California and be at USC. But fact, Bill Beanbow wants to be here. And I think, Josh, well, and I think you could say that about Tibbs, uh, Brian Odom and DeMarco Murray. Now, and I'm only not saying Jamar Kane because I haven't had a chance to ask Jamar. Uh, Marcus Tripling put the tweet out, and Jamar replied to it. But there is, you know, as, as hey, you can be as diehard to a place as you want on December 2nd. But if they hire a new coach on December 3rd, and either A, he's someone that you don't have a relationship with, or B, he's got a different defensive line coach in mind, you can quickly become of the mindset, yeah, you know, maybe I'll go with my old crew, right? But at least with Beanbo, it seems to be pretty clear, Josh, that he wants to stay at Oklahoma. And he's got some time left on his contract. And that would be good. I mean, I think as much of this coaching staff that you can retain is gigantic for Oklahoma. And Jamar Kane, I would imagine – Whoever gets this job, obviously, yes, there, there could be a change. They want to bring in their own guy with him, but I'm thinking Jamar Kane would be pretty tall up the pecking order in terms of right. assistance you'd like to keep on the staff. Here's, here's just one more other thing that we know. USC has made no updates to its coaching staff or its roster page. None. So they still have listed Dante Williams as their interim head coach, Graham Harrell as their offensive coordinator, and Todd Orlando, which is interesting as their defensive coordinator. When we know going in that Alex Grinch is going to be the defensive coordinator of the future, and I don't believe he's ever worked with Todd Orlando, but I digress. So 
Coach V wants to stay. Here's two other things, and we'll break, Josh, and you tell me how you feel about these. Things we know. This has been very secretive in everything in every way. And that's how Joe C operates. That's why, I mean, honestly, that's why my, that's why I got sick whenever that thing from CBS Sports Radio went out on Tuesday night because I've been the first one to tell you, hey, I'm not ever going to be someone that throws a report out there. And that really made it seem like I was trying to report something, which wasn't the case. Um, I was share, and I'm going to quit talking about this at some point. I was sharing what's in the echo chamber. So my point is, and I think we've known this, Josh, everything, and I mean everything, is going to be on the down low. And you probably aren't going to hear anything until this deal is done. Now, there's several different ways, Sooner fans and college football fans, that you can hear things. It might be along the lines of, hey, hearing Brent Venables has decided to stay at Clemson, right? Now, that to me wouldn't – I'm not trying to be disrespectful here, so I'm just I'm, – I'm, I'm giving you an example. To me, that wouldn't say that Coach V picked Clemson over OU. That would tell me that Oklahoma was going in another direction, right? That's just – and that's how these things can come out. I'll never forget when, and, and I've covered, listen, when I first started, and I know the, the world is completely different from 20 years ago, but when I first started, my first, like, four major stories that I covered were coaching changes. They were all basketball. Actually, um, one of them was football, but we didn't quite have the craziness of Twitter in 1998 when Bob Stoops was hired by Oklahoma. Everyone wanted Jim Donnan at that point. In fact, I think the steel man, Back in his morning zoo days, and he may be able to attest to this, I think Steelman had authored a song that was Jim Donnan to the rescue with the tune of Jim Dandy in the background, right? So everyone would have their guy, and those reports would be out there, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I always remember, and I would lose my mind whenever Bill Self was a candidate at Missouri. <laughs> this is not made up. Bill Self was a candidate at Missouri, and we all lost our minds because it was announced that Bill Self had pulled his name out from the Missouri job, and John Calipari had pulled himself his name out from the Missouri job. Now, that made you feel good as a fan of that team, but the reality was, in the idiocy of Missouri at the time, they had chosen someone else. So that's just... One thing as far as how information could come out over the next 24 to 48 hours. Hey, hearing reports that um, even though there was buzz around Shane Beamer, he's staying in South Carolina. Now, I don't know if Shane was ever really truly going to take this job. I think he would listen. I think he would be intrigued. But, gosh, we've talked about it, Josh Wright, the, the, the videos, the drama, the love, the passion that he seems to have for, for South Carolina it would be a really, really, really tough thing for him to all of a sudden say, peace out, see ya, even though I think OU's a better job than South Carolina. Um, I think if he was so it's very dumb. Yeah, I, I just I think it would be tough for him. I think it would be tough. But my point is you'll have these reports of X person not interested pulling up. Now, here's the other thing, and this was when, when Josh McQuistion was on with his yesterday, he said, hey, there's – a name that's generating a little bit of buzz and no one's really talking about. And I guess, 
I guess the Sooner Scoop guys were talking about what Matt Rule, right, the current Carolina coach. And of all the things that we know for sure in this coaching search, for certain, this might be the one for certain. Matt Rule is not going to be the next head coach at Oklahoma. And I, my thought on that was, do I doubt that maybe he had his agent contact Joe? Oops, sorry, his agent contact Joe or something similar to that? Maybe, right? I don't know. But Josh, when when that started percolating during the program yesterday, what was my point to you? These NFL guys are all over these types of stories, right? The Ian Rappaports, the Jay Glazer, the Adam Schefters of the world. They would at least have something. But there was nothing from any of them, and that immediately kind of raised a red flag. As secretive as it is, NFL people can't keep their mouth shut. And we quickly found out that, hey, um, and I don't doubt, again, that Matt Rule might have reached out, but Matt Rule has the same agent as Lincoln Riley, who has the same agent as Brian Kelly. I mean, Trace Armstrong's kind of the heavy hitter of college football agents. So college football coaches agents. So there was my list that I put together of for seven to eight things I feel like I know. Is there anything, you know, let's take a break. When we come back, tell me if you feel like there's anything we need to add or take out of the things that we know. I'll reset them when we come back. But I, I, I feel like that in this time whenever we're so thirsty for information, we're like the single guy on Facebook commenting on a pretty girl's picture. It's just we're that thirsty. But it doesn't even have to be single, I guess. But don't fall for everything. Try to find the facts. And I'm not saying I'm not – I don't think anyone's malicious in this. I really don't. Um but it's just kind of tough to cut through what's real and what isn't. And that's kind of my goal for the three hours today on the Plank Show. The Lord knows that this world right. is cruel and ain't the Lord knows <laughs> Welcome just back into the Plank Show. Right here on the home of Sooner fans. What did you, uh, real quick, Marcus Freeman, whom I thought would have been an interesting fit at Oklahoma, good fit. What do you. What do you think of the decision by Notre Dame to just elevate Marcus Freeman? Because I, I, I like it on two levels, Josh. Number one, I think he's a really good coach, and I think he's got the potential to be special. But I also can't help but wonder if maybe now the playoff committee looks at it and says, huh, they got a coach in there that's been a part of this team. Now, he's not Brian Kelly, but it's not as in shambles as – and I let me use this – it's not as up in the air as, say, if you were deciding on Oklahoma if they were in the same situation right now, right? They haven't had guys leave yet. It's been, you know, them sitting around waiting. I can't help but wonder if Notre Dame's move to stabilize things might change the committee's evaluation of them from Tuesday night. I would hope that the committee wouldn't evaluate a team based on what's going on with the coaching staff. It really shouldn't be about that I mean it should be about what does your track record this season what do your wins and losses say right what is the data that they review say so I would hope that that wouldn't be something that the college football playoff committee would be spending a lot of time thinking about and you know for Notre Dame for their sake probably not the best move to make a coaching hire based on what's going to happen with this year's college football playoff 
I just no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. I agree. I agree. So obviously he had to wow them in some way, shape, or form, right? They had to. There had to be a feeling from Jack Swarbrick that he kind of had his Lincoln Riley here, right? That he didn't need to go out and have a worldwide coaching search, and maybe two. The need to lock him up with a handful of interesting vacancies, including Oklahoma, still out there, and who knows what's yet to come. But to your point, yes, in terms of you know upheaval coming up to perhaps this this weekend on Sunday. Now that's definitely removed for Notre Dame. You've got someone there that's been there that knows what's going on, so that's a positive potentially for them in a situation where they very much could find themselves in the college football playoff. I mean, that's, that's not crazy. Right. Um, what did you think of my, here's what we know list? I think pretty good. Uh, I think one thing I would add to it, the coaching hire and the offensive coordinator hire, both very, very important in terms of will Caleb Williams stay or go. And I do believe right. that Caleb Williams is absolutely considering staying. When you are in the middle of this, and by this I mean your coach leaving, your program having the kind of perspective that it's it's in some trouble right now when your star quarterback is at the basketball game throwing t-shirts to fans i don't know about you josh and maybe that's chris plank reading into something something too much and when what i think we all perceive is a guy that has a chance at inside linebacker in Danny Stutzman, right? We all feel like he's got a chance to be pretty special. We put him in the zero games Hall of Fame. When he's the dude that's running around the court with the Oklahoma flag and waving it like crazy. Again, I'm trying not to read into every little thing. But I got to tell you, Josh, that, that makes me feel pretty good, right? I think you can take it as a positive sign. Caleb Williams clearly is not just completely checked out here. Which, again, he could. He could if he wants to, right? He absolutely could. It would be totally understandable, given the situation. It'd be disappointing, but it would be understandable. So here, here was my list real quick, and then we'll get caught up on a break, and we'll get into... Um, when we come back, a couple. I I know this sounds crazy. I know this sounds crazy, but there's a couple of non OU related notes that maybe could be affecting this right now. What we know, this hasn't dragged. I know that some are like, why hasn't it happened yet? And I'll, I mean, listen. If you want to say, well, you said this could happen with it. You're right. You're right. I'm part of the problem. I accept that. But with that in mind, it hasn't dragged. Number two, Brent Venables wants the job. He wants the job. This isn't Brent Venables choosing Clemson and being their defensive coordinator over Oklahoma. He wants the job. Number three, there was some sort of lighting (laughs) delivery made to Oklahoma, which I laugh every single time I say it because I just I feel so bad for that that dude because like I said, he was just 
there was no malice intended. It was just a celebration of how their company was helping out Oklahoma. And because, Josh, we're so thirsty for information, it sent the dude into hiding, right? It's like, oh, gosh. Everything just, nothing is just kind of, oh, that looks pretty cool. It's, do you guys see this? Do you see this? Do you see what's going on? Announcement tonight. Announcement tonight. Or if not tomorrow morning. And they'll do it at night because there's lighting there. Right? It's just. But we know that. Roy Manning still listed on the Sooner coaching staff online. Um, Coach B wants to stay. This is going to be conducted in a very secretive way in everything. And finally, finally, Matt Rule is not going to be the next head coach of Oklahoma. Those are the things I feel like we know. And what would you say you think we should add to that, Josh? I feel like there was a couple things I didn't write down that you said we should add to it. Oh, just that I think this hire and the offensive coordinator hire is really important for Caleb Williams in terms of whether or not he stays and goes. We know that, and we know it's a fact that his mind's not made up to leave Oklahoma. It's a possibility that he stays. Which, to me, is incredibly reassuring. Um. Incredibly reassuring. All right, 9.33. When we come back, there's a couple of things to keep an eye on that could affect this coaching search. We'll get into them next. Um, I've got tons and tons of sound from the National Football League. The Cowboys, I would say, are playing a rare Thursday night game, but, I mean, it – they just played a Thursday game last week, but a rare Thursday night game for the Dallas Cowboys tonight that we'll get into, and much more right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. Sorry. I was talking to Gary Davis. I, I, in my excitement of everything that's going on with this coaching search, I've failed to mention our regular Thursday hangout at Cavens Construction. Now, this shows you how needy I am, Josh, as a person, because I've become so used to just hanging out in studio now that i'm like gosh nice to be back on the road but it is weird not being in studio i feel like i i've got fomo there's always something going on in the halls now it's great by the way fomo is fear of missing out for all you all all y'all that don't know but i miss the brown o'haver studios we're at caven's construction though as we are every single thursday we hang out here with gary and his crew from nine to noon and coming up at 10 a.m., Gary's going to swing by and kind of get us caught up on everything that they're working on. In the meantime, Josh, is there is there anything else that you caught, that you saw? Unless we got basketball to talk about from last night. We're going to uh, firehouse subs at 11 a.m. this morning. So, again, the schedule's still a little bit off kilter for us in a good way. In a good way. But... Is there anything else from last night or maybe even this morning that's kind of caught your eye in this process or you feel like needs to be mentioned? Well, we said this hasn't dragged, and I don't think it has. I I do, however, think that Joe Castiglione in Oklahoma has made a point to be thorough here. I think that they're not rushing to just – toss the offer somebody's way and get this hire done, you know, right here, right now. They they want to interview, vet, talk to as many can- candidates as possible, and probably that is the right way to go about it. 
Um, you're right. And and again, you can't. I don't know if I've, and maybe this is an illusion, but Josh, I don't feel like I've ever been tighter with Sooner fans. <laughs> I feel like we've all kind of bonded over this, right? But there is also this part where sometimes I have to step away and say, y'all, in, in, in my kind of role, I can't be as crazy as you people are. And I love y'all, and, I, and, and you're always going to be. But I do have to step away every now and then and realize, okay, deep breath. There's no reason to panic. It's going to be all right. Here's a, here's a theory that was brought up. And true sooner, hang in there because I want to give you plenty of time. And I won't mention who sent it to me because he's one of my guys, one of my best friends. But he said, I got a theory for you. I'm like, okay. I think if Lincoln knew how this would play out and had to do it all over again, he wouldn't have taken the USC job. What do you think? Mm, I, I think he might have done some things differently, but I think he still would have taken the job. You think in the end he was gone, so gone? Yes. Okay. I think the one thing that would stop me from feeling that way, the only thing that would give me reason for pause in saying that if he could do it over again, if he would have you know, kind of been able to see the future a bit and go back to late Saturday night, the only pause I would have, Josh, in saying that I truly believe that was the flirtation or reported flirtation with LSU. And I think Scott Woodard was pretty upfront last night uh, at the press conference for Brian Kelly when he's like, "Hey, you know, it's we talked to some people, and really glad we got this was the guy we wanted all along." So that to me was kind of, huh? Maybe not. Uh, some people have said there was no catering company that was hired, where there wasn't an expectation that Lincoln was going to get the job. I've had people tell me otherwise, but it is it is kind of interesting to see the way that this has played out. You know, there's always – you always wish in certain instances that you could get a redo, right, on things in life. It's like, man, I I wish I would have done that and not done this. Or I wish I, I would have taken this job and not that job. I wish I would have bought that car and not this car. I wish I would have committed to that woman and not this woman or that guy. Well, whatever, right? There, we all wish we had a redo in life at some point. But I don't know. I, I think that's a real curious conversation the way this thing has played out. And I now, think, I'll tell you this. Go ahead. I think it might almost be too soon for that. If, I think so, too. If there's some lasting damage down the road, I, I think that's something to where maybe Lincoln Riley would at some point like to hit the reset button. Or, look, if things don't play out the way that he and Alex Grinch and everybody else down there thinks it's going to at USC, it's been a long time since USC won. It has. And I think the expectation here is, oh, well, Lincoln Riley's just going to, you know, get all this offensive talent and bring it down there to USC. And they're going to recruit, you know, great defensive talent, too. Maybe uh, physicality won't be a staple of the program. But guess what? They're going to have talented players and they're going to win. Well, what if they don't? I mean, then all of a sudden you look back and you say, man, I really left a good thing at Oklahoma. Or if uh, on the recruiting end of the ledger – it doesn't go as well as Lincoln Riley and Alex Grinch and everybody at USC thinks. If if there is some lasting damage from the way he left Oklahoma and the way he left these players and this coaching staff. You know, people 
Dude, Jamar Kane's out here tweeting this morning. I mean, let's go. I get how awesome Southern California is. My name is Chris Plank, and I grew up my whole life wanting to live in Los Angeles. I wanted to go where I could go to Dodger games, and I wanted to go where I could go to Laker games, and at that time, Raider games. You can ask my mom, my dad, my sister, any of my friends, Max Watson, Robbie Prangy, Solomon Conrad. You can ask any of my friends at the time. I loved L.A., and I went out there, and it was great. It's beautiful. It's scenic, but it also sucks. I mean, and it was just, it was like, a, you know, the, the old saying is never meet your idols. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, my gosh. And there's certain areas, right? And when you're living in a $13 million or $14 million price range, you can truly enjoy Southern California. You really can't. But, I mean, it's just not. You're getting taxed out of your wazoo. You're stuck in traffic a majority of the time. I mean, the glitz and glamour of it is, you know, you, you've got to be perfect in every way. I mean, I'm. it's just not always what it's cut out to be. And in Oklahoma, I mean, you might take a little heat when your team's 9-0 and it's, it's not playing all that well, but – I mean, you're not suddenly going to have empty stands when you show up to the next game. We're still going to be there losing our minds. And you're not suddenly going to be a situation where your team is so far down the depth chart that it's irrelevant. But I know, sir. But if you make it, yeah, if you make it, it's not easy. And it's a very small category. I mean, hell, Pete Carroll was out there saying that he wished Chris Peterson would have gone back to USC last night. It's just, it's not it sounds great, and we all understand the tradition of the garnet and gold, but it's just – it's not always what it's cracked up to be. So, anyway, I mean, I didn't mean to get off on that tangent, but I think sometimes people say, well, look, I mean, the difference between Oklahoma and, and Southern California, that's great. That's awesome. You're right. But y'all choose someone and spit them out in a heartbeat if they have two bad seasons or if they have one TV show that fails or if they're not successful. We, on the other hand, we're family, and I just I, – I don't think you turn your back on that like this has taken place. Well, and But who knows? You know, I think you hit on a good one there, which is there's things about the Oklahoma job that clearly make it better than the USC right. job. I and, and, I'm not going to get into, do I think the OU job's better than the USC job yeah, or vice no, versa? No, that's not my point. But you are the big show in town for Oklahoma football. There is <laughs> nothing in this state bigger than Oklahoma football. At USC, that ain't the case. Simply put, you are not the biggest show in town. Yep. Um, all right, listen, 947. I want to give True Sooner plenty of time, so let's get a timeout. Guys, all right, the, the tweets are starting to roll in at Plank Show at Josh on Ref. Let's go. Uh, we'll open up the phone lines coming up in a bit and kick it off with True Sooner next. We're live at Cavens Construction right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. Did you know on Fox Sports Radio that they make you play Christmas music for every bumper song, Josh? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. From now I until when? Until the day after Christmas. When does this start? 
It started. It started Thanksgiving Day. So, yeah, can you imagine? So these poor dudes are sitting there rolling through their rejoin music and what they decide, and all they get to choose is Christmas bumper music. All I want for Christmas. (laughs) You hear that a lot. I want to point something out, guys. You know one thing that's been really fun? My DMs are open, and I've really dug how people have taken advantage of that. You can hit me up at Plank Show. I love talking with you guys. You can hit Josh up at Josh on Rep. Uh, I'll read a couple of them coming up next hour. Uh, Gary's going to join us. We're at Cavens Construction, CavensConstruction.com. We're here every Thursday, and True Sooner has been kind enough to hang in there at 405-329-9000. What's going on, True? Oh, it's going good, man. Weather's beautiful. Everything's good. Um, Great day. So, I've been to the Coliseum before. Um, I went out there in 89, and I've been to L.A. a few times after that. And one thing that people need to you know, get straight is Los Angeles. There's nothing beautiful about Los Angeles or Hollywood. Uh, you know, we wow. stayed in Marina Del Rey. I mean, you've got to go about 30, 40 miles out of town before you hit the beautiful. I mean, really, I mean, maybe not quite that far because it's been, you know, it's been uh, 30 years since I've, since I've been there. But, but, I mean, it's just thing about it is you better be packing heat on game day and especially if it's a night ga- if it's a night game i mean if you know, it's a can night- i tell you I mean, can i tell you something funny i want to tell you something funny and i'm not going to name the coach but I, and, and they know if they're listening right now because whenever i went and i'm kind of i'm a hayseed right true sooner i'm not necessarily right. the most I'm, I'm 46 but i'm still a Oh wow, we're in LA, and they're like, "Hey, hey, hey, hey. don't, don't you be, you know, st- don't stand over there, don't be looking at people the wrong way, or don't be staring at someone. People don't mess around around here." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, <laughs> they were legit. Yeah. It's like you got to be careful. <laughs> we were at our hotel. And this get, this is not what I want to talk about, but we were at our yeah. hotel. First of all, the gun thing is real. I mean, it's bad. It's it's the, the gun thing is real. Um. You know, people do, they, they, they put their foam hats on and their foam fingers. They put their real gun, <laughs> um, you know, you know, that part of their game day, you know, supplies. But, you know, we were, we were going to a Dodger game that night, the night before the, the OU USC game on Friday night. And we were at our hotel and the, the, the guy that, whatever the guy, the guy at the counter goes, you got plans for tonight? And we're like, yeah, we're going to the Dodger game. This was at three o'clock in the afternoon. We go, yeah, we're going to the Dodger game. And he goes, well, you better get going, and we're like, it's three o'clock. He's like, the game starts at seven. He's like, he's like, the game starts at seven, and I'm like, yeah, that's four hours away. And he goes, if you don't leave now, you will, you will miss half the game. Now that's, that's, I mean, if you want to live that life, if you want to live on, on, that's fine if you do. But let's not act like Los Angeles has palm trees all around the Coliseum, yep. and all. I mean, it, yeah. it takes a while to get out there. But the thing I want to ask you about or talk about was I've heard all the reasons why Caleb would leave. But right. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why he would stay. I mean, first of all, he's he's all but probably guaranteed to be the starter for the next two years, right? And he wants to hear what he, I'm sure he wants to know who who the coach is going to be and who the offensive coordinator is going to be and the offense are going to run blah blah blah. But I mean, in college football right now, there's not a lot of differences, right? I mean, they're all kind of running kind of the same offenses. It's kind of like the pros. I mean, they're kind of running that. They're all on the gun. They're all, you know, so I don't think that's a big deal. But I think one thing that people aren't thinking about is, and maybe this did, this didn't matter to Kevin Durant, but, I mean, he had the chance to be, you know, for lack of a better term, the Russell Westbrook of OU football. 
I mean, he has a chance to be the, you know, Hope he the guy that kind, of, that kind of saved, you know, the program, I, right? I hear what you're saying, and you're right. I appreciate the phone call. True right, sooner. Just want right. a few more games. Win a few more games. All of them do. Every single one of those dudes that's a player on this team has a chance to be, I hate to use the term heroes, but, you know, immortal in OU football. You know, I, I was listening a little bit, and I've been kind of sporadically listening to, to Gabe during the break, and, you know, Gabe brought up how he's heard from more of his old teammates this past week than he has in a long time, and I think that is awesome. I think that's awesome. I subscribe to the Vince McMahon theory, y'all. You don't want to be here, I'll do what I can to keep you, but if you don't want to be here, go on. See you. Appreciate it. Appreciate all you've done, but this place was here before you and it'll be here after you. They're not suddenly gonna they're not suddenly gonna cement over the football field and make it an outdoor basketball court. Though that would be pretty cool. Quick break. Um, when we come back, we'll hit uh, all the big stories, including the latest of what we're hearing uh, on the OU Coaching Search on the Plank Show.